Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast, Chamomile Cafe. I'm so happy to see you here, especially for this episode because we all need a little bit of self-love and herbs are a great way of doing that. And it's still January, so it's still self-love month, but February is just around the corner. But February is also considered a self-love month, probably because Valentine's Day is in February, so... Um, you know, you need to focus on yourself as well as your partner. But also if you're single, you need to make sure you focus and love yourself, even though you're single, no matter what. So I think that's probably why Val- uh, February is considered self-love month as well. But really, any time of the year should be considered self-love month because you should always be loving yourself. So no, no matter when you're listening to this, this will always be relevant and you can always come back to this if you forget and you need a reminder of what herbs you can use to nourish yourself. So the tea I have today, it is, it has got three herbs in it that I'm going to talk about today. So it's got rose, hibiscus and leonaris and it's also got ginkgo and uh, licorice in there. And I've named this tea Heart Love. So I put different blends together to have ready. And I call them different things. And this one I've called Heart Love. And it just smells so good. Um, so I'm going to start with Rose. Let's just jump into it. Rose, in my opinion, is the ultimate self-love herb. It energetically works on the heart space and it's associated with the heart chakra and it's considered a heart tonic in the Middle East, Africa and Europe and it has been considered that for a long, long time. It's got a long history behind it as a self-love herb and for a heart herb. Sorry, as a heart herb. Even its scent gives us that feeling of comfort and it's uplifting and boosts our mood. And I'm not talking about the artificial scent of rose which can smell a bit off i mean the actual real deal so think about fresh roses or dried rose petals rose tea that scent oh my god it takes my breath away i love it it is one of my absolute favorite scents so get the real deal if you are going to use rose i mean as a scent i mean i mean of course get the real deal if you're going to going to consume it but scent white just get the real thing (laughs) and it is also a feminine herb it works really well with women and it has an affinity for women and it's also a sensual herb so it can help us feel more comfortable and at ease when it comes to sex and masturbation and a big part of sexual pleasure is the mind and feeling comfortable and rose is amazing for that and it's also um really good for allowing us to be in our bodies it connects you to your body and again that's another really important part of um sex and sex is a part of self-love i would say because sex is important to a lot of us so having positive sex experiences just adds to to that sense of loving yourself because you don't want to put yourself into positions that make you feel uncomfortable and the thing with rose is that i would put it in almost everyone's mix 
when I was, when I was seeing patients. Because most people need a self-love boost. And it does have other benefits, of course, but it is just so energetically powerful in terms of self-love. And I really love it. It's one of my favourite herbs. And I put it in most of my own teas as well, to be honest. And the next herb is lavender. So if I didn't put rose in a patient's mix, I'd normally put lavender in instead. It is such a calming herb and just the scent of it is calming. And that's because the olfactory nerve is the nerve that allows us to smell and that connects directly to the brain. So when you smell something calming like lavender or rose, it gives you that sense of feeling calm when you just smell it. But if you smell something like orange, which is uplifting and energizing, it gives you that as well. That's that's why, it's because of that olfactory nerve. And lavender essential oil is really good, particularly for massage as well. And I'd say for rose as well. And if you are using essential oils, always use a carrier oil and don't take them internally. So, lavender works as what we would call a sympathetic drainer. So essentially, when you're in fight or flight, and a lot of us are in fight or flight without not even realizing it, we're just, that's our constant state. The body is in fight or flight, even if you don't feel like you are mentally. So lavender moves you from fight or flight into rest and digest. So that makes you feel relaxed. And lavender also works as a sedative, which helps you sleep. And sleep is very healing. We need sleep. And sleep, sleep, giving yourself enough sleep is an act of self-love. And because it's calming and relaxing, it helps if we're struggling with negative thoughts that prevent us from sleeping. Also, like Rose, it really helps with that mind-body connection and it helps you reconnect with your body and I don't think enough of us are connected to our body or even think about our body and even more of us don't have a positive relationship with our body and again, massage is a really good way of connecting with your body, just feeling yourself and touching yourself and being in a safe place where you can do that of course and just adding these calming, relaxing essential oils and herbs is just the cherry on top of the experience. Now, cacao is the next one and it is a powerful heart opener. So cacao ceremonies originate from the Mayans and the Aztecs and it's a spiritual ritual that's focused on on healing and self-exploration and connection and sensation. I have never actually been one, been to one myself, but I would really love to. So I can't really speak from experience right now, but um, hopefully I can someday. When I have a cacao ceremony experience, I will definitely be sharing it. So drinking the ceremonial grade cacao is done with intention and mindfulness in these ceremonies. Um, what often comes from these ceremonies, from what I've heard, is a deep feeling of self-love and a connection to yourself, but also a connect 
a connection to others because it is a heart opener and a connection to the universe and a love for others. It is a very deeply emotionally healing plant and there is a very long history of that and thankfully that has not been lost because a lot of things have been lost. A lot of things, um, knowledge and ceremonies and practices have been lost in time so this is something that I'm really glad hasn't been because it seems like it has, it has really benefited so many people and just think, even if you just eat chocolate or drink a hot chocolate or hot cocoa or hot cacao, it gives you these feelings of bliss and it makes you instantly feel better because it increases dopamine. And I consider it an act of self-love to eat chocolate or to drink hot chocolate because we are allowed to indulge and we're allowed to feel luxury and it gives you that feeling of luxury. Um... And I think that's quite a universal feeling, even if you don't know about all of these um, qualities that cacao has, it's an inherent feeling that you get, I feel. And it's an act of self-soothing when you eat or drink chocolate, because it's a comfort thing. We do it for comfort, and it's a comfort food for a lot of us, and it's something we just automatically, instinctively go to when we're not feeling our best. And giving yourself comfort when you're not feeling your best is showing yourself love. So, cacao is, I can't talk about it highly enough. So, those are the three that I'd say are pretty well-known, just in general, not necessarily for self-love, but just well-known ones. So, let's get into the ones that are a little bit less known. And my next one is Osamum Sanctum, uh, known as Holy Basil or Tulsi. So this one is a traditional Ayurvedic herb and it's considered sacred and I can see why. It's used as, as, as a spiritual herb to connect you to your higher self and to evolve spiritually and be present in the moment. So it has those spiritual connotations but also it improves mental focus and cognitive function. So when you have improved mental focus and cognitive cognitive function you can have more clarity on a situation and it can help you trust yourself more and it helps you build that trust when you're able to be a bit more when you're able to use your discernment and it's also peace promoting and uplifting at the same time without being too stimulating and that makes it a really balancing herb and this is particularly for good for low moods and depression I feel so some of the other herbs like lavender, it can make people feel a little too relaxed and go, and if it's not used in the right quantities or in the right, at the right times, and we've had this with patients, um, is that they can go towards a little bit depressed, but uh, holy basil, or holy basil, however you want to say it, that is a very uplifting one, so it has less of a tendency to take you towards that depressed side and it is said to balance the chakras as well and balance is a really strong quality in this plant. Also it is an immune system booster so it is physically protective of the the body but that translates into the energetic 
side so you once so oh sorry let me find my words so it's physically protective of the body but energetically it makes you feel protected and safe in tough or stressful situations because of the uplifting and cognitive nature of this plant it just adds to that sense of protection because like I said having more energy and mental clarity allows you to have more discernment and this is a plant that really strengthens emotional resilience as well and it helps you be able to face difficult situations. The next one is again another uplifting one. This is calendula or pot marigold. So we call this herbal sunshine. I love it. It is really uplifting. It is associated with the solar plexus chakra which is is known for improving confidence and being yourself unapologetically and it improves your courage and your inner strength. I really love this herb for that and just think about the colour. If you've seen calendula, you know it's like orange, sometimes it can be a little yellow but mainly it's orange and what is that associated with? Big personality, optimism, fun, joy, Leo, the sign of Leo in astrology, it is a really high vibration herb and it is mostly used for its physical uh, properties, so things like its skin healing properties and its actions on the lymphatic system, but I don't want the energetic and emotional side of this plant to be underrated because it is a great emotional herb to use. So the next one is hibiscus. So this one is actually quite a well-known love and self-love herb. It has romantic, passionate and sensual connotations like rose, but I feel like rose is really good for when you really you need you need that really deep nourishing self-love when you're in a negative space and I feel like hibiscus just gives that extra boost of self-love and passion for yourself and it helps you really step into your sensuality and your alluring flirty side so if you think about just the flavors her uh, sorry rose has a softer flavor while hibiscus is a little more sour and it packs a little bit more of a punch so that's why I feel like it's a bit more flirty and energetic compared to rose but the thing with hibiscus as well is that it supports the female reproductive system physically but this is also reflected energetically and it is a heart opener like rose and it does strengthen the physical heart as well due to its high flavonoid content and often, like I was saying with um, holy basil, what happens inside the body, it's often reflected outside as well, positive or negative. Now, another really, really powerful heart tonic is crotagus or hawthorn. So it physically strengthens the heart and this is good for all kinds of heart conditions and heart problems like high blood pressure, heart murmurs, irregular heartbeat, atherosclerosis, which is heart disease, poor circulation, it's a circulatory herb, but it is also an energetic healer and protector of the heart. And this one is particularly good for heartbreak and grief. 
And when I say grief, I don't necessarily mean if you've just lost someone in this life, but there's different forms of grief as well. Like you can grieve a relationship or you can grieve a past, um, a past um, phase in your life or you can even grieve past versions of yourself because when you grow and evolve you think about who you used to be and sometimes it can be hard to let that go and Hawthorne is really good for supporting grief in all forms in all natures of the word and this one is good for helping you find and grow self-love and self-acceptance. Like I was saying with letting go of old, old versions of yourself, it helps you really step into that new version of yourself as well and just really shed that skin of who, who you used to be and what your life used to look like and it helps you move forward and move on. And this is really very deeply nourishing for the heart. And this one, it is... I have seen it act in very, very powerful ways in terms of grief. Now, when we are grieving someone it or something, it's very difficult to love ourselves and give ourselves that self-love because it can be a really, really difficult place to be in and often the most difficult time in our life. And with this plant physically supporting the heart, it really supports the energetic heart as well and I can't talk about this one enough for grief specifically and it can be hard like when you're grieving sometimes it can be hard to just even get out of bed and this is really good for that so if you're in the really deep depths of despair this one is a really great one to try and pull you out of that because your life is still worth living even if your life has changed in a drastic way through either losing someone or losing um, your past life that you previously lived. So the next one is Leonorus or Motherwort. So this one is known for mothering the mother. So it's really good for someone who is doing everything for everyone else and filling up everyone else's cup and neglecting yourself in the process and not filling up your own cup and emptying your own cup into somebody else's. Even if you're pushing yourself too hard, trying to work on yourself or your own goals, you can sometimes forget about self-care. So this is good for that one as well. Even if you are mothering yourself by going above and beyond, sometimes you can forget the basics. So this is really good for that and it builds courage and self-confidence and it's a lion-hearted herb. And we had a patient who was, she'd been coming to the clinic for years and she really needed to speak her truth and we put Leonorus in her mix. Specific, we made a specific mix for her to open her, um, to open her throat chakra and use her voice. And someone I was studying with, she said that she, you know, this was just intuitive, it came to her. She said she feels like she needs Leonorus because she needs to roar. And I love that because Leo, Leonorus, it is the perfect analogy and it's the perfect way of describing this herb. It's to be able to really let yourself out and to be who you are. But at the same time, it helps keep you grounded and stay strong in your body 
when you're feeling overwhelmed or faced with something chaotic or something you find difficult to deal with in your life that you feel like you need more strength for, it's a really good herb for inner strength. And I think that is reflected in the name as well, Leonorus and Motherwort as well, because mothers are strong, but sometimes they need more strength, even if it is to look after themselves. Now, the last herb that I'm going to talk about is Achillea or Yarrow. Now, this is a boundary herb. Boundary herbs stop your emotions from leaking out all over the place, sorry, all over the place, i.e. trauma dumping, or it prevents you from wasting your energy on things that do not serve you, but also it goes the other way. So, this herb actually stops other people's emotions from leaking into you and from you taking on other people's emotions and energy. Now, strong boundaries are a sign of self-love. Boundaries are so, so important when it comes to protecting your precious energy because our energy is not unlimited and it needs to be protected and boundaries are the way to do it and putting your foot down and I will, I've said this a few times, but I will do an entire podcast on boundaries alone because of how important they are. Now, this herb is also named after Achilles and it is said that he used it to heal his wounded soldiers and it is actually a styptic herb and it stops bleeding, so that checks out, (laughs) but it also helps you find your own Achilles heel, so your own weak spots and the things you need to address and it helps you, so if if you don't know what they are, you can work on them. So it helps you find them so you can address them and work on them. So it's a really good herb for facilitating the healing process. Wounds inside and out. And I like to use it on what I call a wounded warrior. So this is someone who is hurting and exhausted and burnt out, but they just keep fighting, they just keep going, but they need that extra support. Kind of like Leonorus. It is somebody who is so strong but keeps going and they really need that self-love and often that kind of person needs to put boundaries in place. So this is one of my favourite herbs. I remember for a time it went in everybody's mix. No matter what they had going on, I found a reason to put this herb in. And you find that if you work with herbs or plants or even I'd say it probably applies to crystals crystals as well, is that when you work with them, you go through phases of having a favourite one, one that you just want to put in everyone's mix. And it's really funny because when you look back on prescriptions you've done, you see the same herbs coming up for everyone, or you see a case and it's like, "Mm, well, I wouldn't put that in now, but it worked at the time. So there is obviously uh, something behind listening to your intuition. But those are the herbs I've got. But also, I've got five flower remedies that can be really, really good for self-love as well. So, flower remedies, it's the essence of a flower or a plant, really. And it works purely energetically. So, um, when you put them in a mix, when you use it in a mix, you only use a few drops because remember, it's the energy of it. So, the first one is Centauri. This one is for assertiveness and to be assertive and to be able to say no 
and stand up for yourself and honour your own needs and express your own opinions. So I feel like the best herbs to pair with Suntory flower remedies, if this is what you're going through, is Achillea, so yarrow, and holy basil, and also Leonurus. The next one is crabapple. This one is accepting imperfections and embracing your mind and your body as they are. This is one that I think a lot of us need because it's so, it is so easy to be harsh and overly critical of ourselves. And especially in that physical sense. And the best herbs to pair with this in this context is rose and cacao and the next one gentian so this one we actually use as um as a herb as well for its medicinal purposes this one is good for accepting setbacks and not allowing challenges and difficulties to get you down and know that you're doing your best because sometimes we can try so so hard and we think it's still not hard and you know we're still not working hard enough and it's still not enough and we're not doing a good enough job this is to get that out of your head and to accept that look challenges are going to come your way no matter what no matter how hard you're working no matter how many how much manifestation you're doing how positive you are you're always going to face difficulties and it's to to help you see that if you're doing your best, that is good enough. And the best herb to put with this one is Achillea. The next flower remedy is pine. And this one is to have self-respect and to stop blaming yourself and feeling guilty. So again, we blame ourselves. We have a very hard time forgiving ourselves often. And there's two herbs that I think pair with this one really well. And that's lavender for that gentle energy, that um, really nourishing energy. But also holy basil for the emotional resistance side of things. So it gives you that balance. One that's a bit more pushy and then lavender, which is a bit more gentle and soft. So you can be soft with yourself. And the final flower remedy is rock water. This one is so you can stop being inflexible and setting unreasonably high standards for yourself. I spoke about this in one of my other podcast episodes about um, with it being the new year and setting new goals and resolutions and often we can be way too harsh on ourselves and I think the best herbs out of the list that I gave to pair with rock water is Leonurus and Achillea, uh, Yarrow, because Leonurus, that one is, you know, mother in the mother sometimes, when you're in that mothering energy, you feel like nothing's good enough, you're not being enough, you're not doing enough for everybody else, or even for yourself, and remember, Leonurus is about mother in the mother, so it's taking, uh, it's addressing those feelings, and then Achillea, because that is what the wounded warrior does. They set unreasonably high standards and they become a bit tunnel visioned and they just keep going and going and going and they can't stop. And I think that 
being able to address the fact that you can rest a little bit and you don't have to hit these extremely high goals and targets for yourself and you can be a bit more gentle with yourself that is very helpful and it is a very important part of self-love because if you're pushing yourself too hard you're not loving yourself enough because I feel like people who love themselves don't put themselves in extremely uncomfortable positions that they don't have to be in just to prove a point or to attain certain goals. Um, it depends on the reasons, of course, but um, the key word here is unreasonably high standards. So I have given you nine herbs and five flower remedies to play around with, and I say experiment. And what I think is the best way of learning about herbs and their properties and what they do is to just sit with them and experience them yourself. So have a tea drinking session and make it into an event and make it into more of a meditation. So really sit with it. And I would suggest one herb at a time so you can really feel what it does, that one herb alone. And really understand how it makes you personally feel because we are all different and different herbs make everybody feel different things. Like I remember when we were doing um, herb tasting, there was somebody who had a herb and it made me personally feel very relaxed but she said it made her feel angry. So we are all completely different and our bodies react in different ways. I mean just think about conventional medicine some people really get along with one drug, well, more so than another person where they might have all the side effects on that side effect sheet. So, if you really want to get to know each herb by itself, that's the way to do it. But I do say play around and create your own mixes and blends and see what tastes good and see what makes you feel good. And flower remedies, I know not everybody buys into them, but I love them and I feel like they work really well and I think they're quite fun to play with as well so if you have the whole set I can't remember how many there are but there's a lot of them there's quite a lot if you have all of them it's really nice being able to pick and choose which ones you need on each day or which time period in your life but also herbs in general and feeling you know using your intuition and allowing messages to come to you about what each herb does and its properties for you personally it's just it is a lot of fun and I think it's an act of self-love in and of itself so I really hope you enjoyed this one I had a lot of fun making it and talking about it and it has reminded me of some herbs that I haven't thought about for a while actually and I need to buy some holy basil because that is one of my absolute favorite herbs and I haven't had any for such a long time. I have, okay, I don't have all of the other ones. I have a lot of them, but it has reminded me of the powerful properties of some of these herbs. And I'm feeling inspired myself. So it's, I hope it's made you feel the same. I'm gonna finish my love tea now. Oh, I don't know if you heard that. I just knocked the, um, the what is it like? The tea holder, the tea strainer into the cup because it was balancing on the edge. But anyway, I hope you have a, 
a brilliant, wonderful, loving rest of your day, or evening, or night, and I hope to see you in the next one, so take care and love yourself.